God. Glory to God. You can have your seats in the presence of the Lord. I'm so honored to be here with this awesome, mighty man of God. Would you help me praise God for your pastor, the one and only pastor, Reggie Royal. Yes, yes, we love you. We love you. We thank God for his lovely wife. Amen, Pastor. London Royal, we love you. We honor you. We celebrate you. To the executive staff of this church, praise God for Pastor Clyde. Amen. We thank God for him. I told Pastor Reggie, I'm glad this church is nowhere near the south side because our members really love the royal family. Amen. We love you all so much. You're such a great example of marriage, of family, of leadership, amen, in the kingdom of God. And we just celebrate. Let's just honor this man and woman of God. They are people of integrity. They are people of the great leadership. Come on, we thank God for what they give and what they do in the body of Christ. We love you so much. Amen. I'm going to praise God for my queen, Elder Andrea Hudson is here. My lovely wife. Thank God for her. Amen. Amen. There's some of the saints in prayer and faith. Would you stand if you're here from the powerhouse? Thank you all so much. Thank you for coming. We're glad to see you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God wants to do something special in this place tonight. If you're turning your Bibles to Acts chapter 12, Acts chapter 12, we're going to read verses 1 through 5. Acts chapter 12, verses 1 through 5. Here begin the reading of God's holy word. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to the four corners of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Peter therefore was kept in prison. Peter therefore was kept in prison. I saw that on the way here like I hadn't seen it before. I've always looked at it as Peter was kept, you know, in the prison, but he was protected. He was guarded. He was kept in the prison. Shake your neighbor and say, God's going to keep you in this storm. He's going to keep you in this trial. He's going to keep you in this test. Peter was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And just tonight, I want to talk about the power of prayer, the power of prayer. Prayer is any communication with God. Prayer is asking God for something. It is thanking God for something. It is praising God. Prayer is just meditating on the word of God. Prayer is supplicating to God. When you speak the word of God, you're praying. And I want to encourage you tonight that prayer still works. It's a shame that we all say we believe in prayer, but prayer is the least attended service in every church across the world. There are some things that can only be fixed in the power of prayer. 
the disciples came to Jesus and they could ask him many things. They could ask him, Jesus, how do we heal the sick? Jesus, how do we cast out devils? Jesus, how do we work miracles? But the disciples asked Jesus, they said, Lord, teach us how to pray. Because they understood the revelation that if they had a prayer life, miracles would come forth. If they had a prayer life, healing would manifest. Because everything has to be birthed out in prayer. Every move of God is manifested in prayer. We find that Jesus prayed all night. He got up early in the morning and he prayed. He prayed in the garden of Gethsemane. He prayed even while he was on the cross. Prayer is so powerful and prayer is so personal. Some people don't pray because they think you got to be deep and spooky and wondrous. And every time you talk to God, you got to have jaw-breaking words. You got to impress him. You know, when I was growing up, the deacon would get on his knee and say, Father, my father, the father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. My father, y'all know, the father who put the sun and the moon in place. And then he'd pray, and at the end he said, now, Lord, now, Lord, now when I'm down to the last mile of the way. Y'all remember that? Close up my hymn book and my Bible. Now, Lord, when my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth. I just want to thank you that my bed wasn't my cooling board. I, I don't know what that was. You ain't got time for all that. Sometimes they just say, help, Lord. I need you right now. Just be yourself. What's up, God? How you doing this morning? It's me. You know me. Amen. God wants a personal relationship with you in prayer. And it's something when we begin to pray corporately. The Bible says if two or three of us are gathered together in his name, he would be in our midst. The Bible says when you pray to enter into your secret closet. And when you pray to the father in secret, God will reward you openly. When they went to the closet, they didn't go in the closet where you got your clothes and where you got your shoes. of us in my prayer room is in my closet. Child, you're going to suffocate in that little old closet. Amen. You got your clothes, your shoes, you in there. Because the Bible said, go to your closet. But the actual closet in the scripture is talking about the talif, which was the prayer shawl that they used in prayer. They put it over their heads and this is the closet right here. Amen. Ask your neighbor, where the bishop at? Where the bishop at? Uh, look, I'm saying you're in the closet. You're in the closet. Glory to God. This was the prayer closet when they wrapped the talif around their head and begin to close out everything and everybody and call on the name of Jesus. And so this is the hour that God is stirring us to pray like never before. Because prayer allows us to live in two realms. Prayer allows us to live in two dimensions. I'm so glad that I'm not just stuck in the earthly realm. But when things don't look good in the earthly realm, I can use my prayer life and enter into the heavenly realm. I can use my prayer life and enter into the supernatural realm. When things look bad on earth, I have the keys of the kingdom. I can unlock the heavens and I can bring heaven on earth. When I don't have no money in the bank, I can unlock the heavens and release God's supernatural supply on my needs because prayer allows me to live in two dimensions. Tell your neighbor, I don't care what you're going through. You're not stuck in this dimension. If you can get up in the realm of the spirit and open up the heavens everything you need will be released and 
God wants me to let you know that prayer is communication. But communication is not just us talking to God. But communication is God speaking back to us. This is the hour that you just can't tell God all of your problems and all of your troubles without hearing from him. God said the prayer is incomplete if you just tell God everything you're going through and praise him and get up off your knees. God says he wants you to spend some quiet time with him. It's disrespectful to do all the talking and don't allow the other party to speak back to you. And so I challenge you before you end your prayer, sit in silence. Wait on God to talk back to you. For God is always talking. He's always speaking. He's just looking for an ear that will tune in to hear what God has to say. And it looked like when you first got saved, you could hear the Lord clearly. It looked like God just did miracles. You say, God, I need a part. Cars just ran out the way. And that was your part. Y'all remember when you first got saved? You said, Lord, my picket toe hurt. Whoa, Shando. In two seconds, the pain had moved out of your pinky toe. But can I help somebody? But closer you get to God, the softer his voice becomes. I don't understand that. The closer you get to God, the softer his voice becomes. If I'm far away from you, I got to holler and scream and get your attention. If I'm far away from you, I got to do miracles, extraordinary things to get your attention. But when I'm close to you, I don't have to holler and scream because I'm right here. Shake your neighbor and say, the closer you get to God, the softer his voice becomes. And so when you first got saved, he had to do all of that stuff. But now his voice is smaller and smaller and softer and softer and softer. And you feel like he ain't even talking to you. You're like, where you at, God? Where's that supernatural? He said, now I'm in you. I don't have to scream and holler. Now I'm leading you and you don't even know I'm leading you. I'm guiding you and you don't even know I'm guiding you. I can just whisper in your spirit. I may not speak to your mind, but I'll speak to your spirit. Because there's some stuff your mind can't handle. And when your mind can't handle it, God will talk to your spirit until your mind can take it. Shake your neighbor and say, if your mind can't deal with it, God's going to download it. To your spirit until your mind grow up and hear what God is saying. God is talking back. How much you know that Abraham began to pray until God healed Abimelech. Elijah began to pray until God sent fire down from heaven. Gideon began to pray until God gave him a sign that he was called. Jonah prayed until the fish vomited him up out of the mouth. Daniel prayed until he was protected in the lion's den. Nehemiah prayed until he built the walls of Jerusalem. David prayed until God forgave him and gave him another chance. Hannah prayed until she brought forth a son. Habakkuk prayed until God sent revival and deliverance. Joshua prayed until God gave him an extra hour. Solomon prayed until God gave him wisdom. Hezekiah prayed until God added 15 years to his life. Jabez prayed until God shifted his destiny. Jesus prayed until he endured the cross. Peter prayed and Dorcas was raised from the dead. Shake somebody and say, you're one prayer away. Something supernatural will begin to happen every time we pray. Here in this text, the Bible says, now about that time, here out the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. The plan of the 
enemy wants to vex the church. Shake your neighbor and say, the enemy wants to vex you. He knows he cannot defeat you. He knows he cannot destroy you. He knows you are victorious. You're washed in the blood. You're purified in the name of Jesus. But he just wants to vex you. He wants to frustrate you. He wants to distress you. He wants to afflict you. He wants to exasperate you. The enemy wants to frustrate you. He sent an attack to frustrate, to vex the church. The Bible says he had already killed Jesus. The brother of John with the sword for the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. And so then he saw that it pleased the Jews that he was afflicting the church. So he took Peter uh, intending to kill him, but he locked him up in jail until it was time for them to kill him. I want you to know that the enemy wants to vex the church. He wants to destroy us mentally, emotionally and spiritually. He wants to destroy our family destroy our finances. You must understand who Peter was. Peter was the disciple that Jesus prayed for. Why out of all of the disciples would the enemy launch an attack against Peter? Because it was Peter that Jesus said, Simon, Simon, I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail thee not. Satan has desired to sift you as wheat. And if you know anything about sifting, wheat is too big to go through a sifter. Uh, The kernels are too large to get through a sifter. And so the text really reads, Satan desires to bump you up against some stuff. He knows you can't get through there, but he wants to frustrate you. But he said, I prayed for you that your faith would not fail. It was Peter that denied Jesus. It was Judas that betrayed Jesus. I said, God, what's wrong? It's unfair. Judas betrayed you and he killed himself. Peter denied denied you and you gave him another chance. What was the difference? Jesus prayed for Peter but he didn't pray for Judas. I wish I had a Holy Ghost church. Tell your neighbor the reason you're still here is because Jesus prayed for you. The only reason you made it through that test was because Jesus prayed for you. The only reason cancer couldn't kill you was because Jesus prayed for you. Peter denied Jesus, but he got restored and he preached until 3,000 people were saved. He laid hands on a blind man. He was healed. He laid hands on a lame man. He began to walk without therapy. People were healed in the shadow of Peter and the devil knew his destiny. And so he locked him up in jail. They said, we're going to put you in the midst of four corn annoyance. These are ranking soldiers. They locked Peter in jail. And they used 16 soldiers to protect him from escaping. Why did it take one man? Hallelujah, it was one man. But it took 16 soldiers to guard one man. It took 16 soldiers to protect one man. Because they had heard the news about Daniel in the lion's den. And the lion could not destroy him. And the only reason was because Daniel outranked the lion. The lion is the king of the jungle. But 
Daniel was made in the image and in the likeness of God. And he outranked him. That's why he couldn't eat him. Because he was the strongest in the jungle. But God gave man power and authority in the earth. Lord have mercy. They had heard about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And the fire couldn't burn them up. They had heard about Jesus in the grave for three days and three nights. But he got up with all power in his hands. They said we've got to hold this man with six gods. Peter was therefore kept in prison. But prayer, but prayer, somebody shout, but prayer. But is a conjunction that cancels out everything ahead of it. And is a conjunction that continues what has been spoken before it. It says Peter was kept in the prison, but prayer was made for him. When you use but, it cancels out everything. Peter was in prison, cancel it, but prayer was made without ceasing for him. I almost lost my mind, but prayer was made for me. I almost threw in the towel, but prayer was made for me. Shake somebody's there's power when you pray. The church began to pray. The ecclesia, but called out once. The ecclesia began to pray. It is only prayer that's going to stop violence in our city. It is only prayer that's going to heal hurting families. It is only prayer that's going to release jobs and finances. It is only prayer that's going to put our churches back together on one accord. And I just want to talk about the power of prayer. First of all, I want to share with you about the sound of prayer. Prayer has a sound. Prayer has a sound. Genesis 4.26 says prayer has a calling sound. A calling sound. And to Seth, to him also there was born a son. And he called his name Enoch. And, he, and the men began to call upon the name of the Lord. So sometimes when we're praying, we're calling unto God. Then sometimes prayer has a crying sound to it. Psalm 34.17 says the righteous cry and the Lord heareth and delivereth them out of all of their troubles. Daniel 9 and 10, uh, Daniel 9 and 20 says that Daniel was speaking, confessing, and presenting unto God. So sometimes the sound of prayer is speaking, it is confessing, and it is presenting. And then there is the posture of prayer. You can pray to God anywhere, in any posture. One posture is 1 Kings chapter 8 and verse 54. It says Solomon kneeling on his knees with his hands spread to heaven. So he's on his knees and both of his hands are lifted up. This is the posture that says I humble myself to you. I'm nothing without you God. I need you Lord. You are high and I am low. You are lifted up higher than the heavens, higher than the earth. And God I lift my hands to worship you but I bow down to humble myself and seek you. The posture is on the knees. Then they use the posture of bowing, of bowing. They bowed their bodies. They bowed their heads. It is a sign of worship and adoration when you pray. And then they prayed on their faces before God. Second Chronicles 20 and 18. It says Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord to worship. Sometimes you got to put your face on the floor. Sometimes time kneeling just ain't low enough. You got to get as low 
as you can and say, oh God, I'm crying out to you. I'm seeking your face. I don't have no holy rollers. Y'all too cute. Y'all too sophisticated. Your dress costs too much. But every now and then, you got to get on the floor and put your face before God. Then there's the position of sitting, sitting. First Chronicles 17 and 16. It says, and David the king came and sat before the Lord and said, who am I, O Lord God? What is my house that thou hast brought me hitherto? When you pray and you sit down, it is the position of a student. It is the position of a learner. And so you're sitting and you're saying, God, I'm praying, but teach me while I pray. Show me while I pray. Give me instructions while I pray. It is a sign of meditation and rest. It is also saying that I'm seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I'm seated on the right hand of the Father in the body of Christ as Jesus is the head of the body. And everything, all dominions, all principalities, all thrones are under my feet. Say, neighbor, you can sit down and pray. Sit down and pray. And then sometimes you can stand and pray. Every time you stand and pray. First Kings 8 and 22. It is the position of strength and defense. It is the position of servitude. And when you stand, it means that you recognize the resurrection of Jesus Christ. For God is not dead, but he has been resurrected. So when I stand, I'm standing in the position of the resurrection. Nothing can keep me down. I will rise again. Shake somebody and say, postures of prayer. Glory to God. Elijah prayed with his head between his knees. Glory to God. I can't get down there, Elijah, but it was something like that. Lord, help him. Amen. But that position (laughs) is a birthing position. It's an old oriental position of women giving birth. They didn't have the technology that we had, but they put their heads in between their knees and it represents he was birthing forth in prayer. Hallelujah. So neighbor, you're going to birth something now. You're going to birth something now. So the different types of prayer, let me just deal with this. Of course, there's the prayer of faith. Asking you shall receive, seeking you shall find, knock, and the door shall be open. For everyone that asketh receiveth, to him that knocketh, the door shall be open. When we pray the prayer of faith, it is when we decree and declare. It is when we speak the word of God. It is when we call those things that be not as though they were. I don't speak what I see. I speak what I believe until what I see looks like what I believe. Tell your neighbor, don't speak what you see. Say what you believe until what you see looks like what you believe. Call those things that be not as though they were. This is the prayer of faith. When you begin to pray the prayer of faith, you pray not like a wimp, but you pray like a legislator because you understand who you are. You are a king and you have authority and you have rights. You don't have to beg God. You can decree. You can legislate because 
because God respects your kingdom authority. The prayer of faith is when you're putting the word of God on your situation. Because the first sound to hit the earth was the word of God. The Bible says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And God said the first sound to hit the earth was the voice of God. And so the earth remembers the sound of his voice. And when you begin to speak the word, you don't sound like yourself. You sound like God because he is the word. When you begin to speak, the trees say God is talking. The water say God is talking. Nature says God is talking. The prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. Then the second type of prayer I want to deal with is the prayer of intercession. The prayer of intercession. It means to stand in the gap. Intercede means to intercept. It means something was planned, but to block it and to stop it. Intercede means to interrupt something. I need you to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, what's your name? What's your name? Come on, get their first name. Get their first name. Find out their first name. Find out their first name. Now look at them and say in the name of Jesus I pray for stop say their name start praying for them right now every attack of the enemy I command it to be defeated and destroyed every attack of Satan for this week against you I intercede for you I break it I block it I command your breakthrough to come forth now in the name of Jesus clap your hands and give God praise hallelujah Look at that neighbor and say, I just interceded for you. Say every plan that Satan had erected against you. I just blocked it and stopped it. I just interrupted it. I just destroyed it. Because the power of intercession will block and stop every attack of the enemy. Take me to church for a minute. Clap your hands and shout glory. Lift up a praise in the building. I need some Holy Ghost folk. Open your mouth and shout. Hey, Shandana Something happens when we begin to intercede. Then there's the prayer travail, the prayer travail. Paul said, I travail in prayer for you, that Christ may be formed in you. The Bible says in Romans 8, we don't know what to pray for as we ought to pray. But the spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Sometimes the Lord will put a spirit of travail on you. You don't even know who you're praying for. But God would have you just to moan and groan. Oh God, oh God, sometimes it's not 17 words, it's just one word, sometimes it's just help Lord, help Lord, help, help Lucy, help Larry, help, help my children, help God, help God, help God, help, 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 help. prayer travail because when you travail you can pray for the invisible you can pray for stuff you don't even know you're praying for you can pray in the Holy Ghost and I don't even know who it is I'm praying for I found out two days later but I cried out for you grab that name and just say Jesus Jesus I need you to call him for 30 seconds Jesus Jesus oh Jesus 
Hold cheese. Hold cheese. Cheese. You know what it is. You know what they're going through. You know what they're dealing with. Call this name. Jesus. Cheese. Somebody shout out. Put his name on it. Because when you travail, it is a birthing for. And this church is even in travail. Because God is going to birth you into a new season. God is going to birth you into a new dimension. But then there's the prayer of warfare. The Bible says, put on the whole armor of God. That you may stand against the wiles of the devil. The devil is already defeated. But every time you got to remind him that your foot is on his neck. Every time you got to remind him... To get back where he belongs. Every now and then I rebuke you Satan. In the name of Jesus. I command you to go. In the name of Jesus. Shake somebody say I'm ready for war. I'm not warring to get the victory. I already got the victory. I'm warring from the victory. It's not by power. It's not by might. But by my spirit. Saith the Lord. Shake somebody by the hand. And say, neighbor, it's time to war. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. We cast down principalities, ruling spirits in the name of Jesus. Come on, give him a shout for victory. Come on, lift up a shout. Lift up a shout for victory in this place. at different times that God will give you the prayer. Sometimes he'll wake you up at 3 a.m. in the morning. See, when you really get into this prayer, God don't want to move when you want him to move. He only moves when you get hungry. He only moves when you get thirsty. God only moves when your flesh is tired. God only moves when your flesh don't like it. You got up at 10 a.m. You said, Lord, I'm ready to seek you. You cried and you prayed, but looked like did nothing happen. Went all through your day. Said, Lord, I need you to speak. And then at 2 in the morning, you got to use the bathroom. You tired. You got to go to work. And then God says, I want to talk now. I don't have no real intercessors. God don't work on your timetable. He speaks when he gets ready to speak. Say, neighbor, God's getting ready to talk to you. And you start saying, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hoping he leave you alone. Yes, Lord. You're going to get up, oh, God. Any prayer words? Where y'all at? And I begin to learn some things that different things happen in the realm of the spirit when we pray at different times. Jesus said to watch and pray. And so there are eight prayer watches. I know you know. But God is not waking you up just to use the bathroom. He's not waking you up just to get a ham sandwich. But there's something that happens in that watch that God wants you to pray for. Lord have mercy. And you can pray at any time. But as you begin to study this, between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m., where y'all at? The 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. warriors. Put your hands up. Where y'all at? Where y'all at? 
This is the early morning watch. This is the time of divine judgments. This is the time of deliverance. This is the time that every enemy of Israel, their wheels were moved off their chariots. This is the time that Jacob wrestled with the angel. This is the time that Jesus was raised from the dead. It was somewhere between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. And so if God raised you up at that time, he wants to resurrect you from something. He wants to move the stone away and raise you up with power and authority. It was at this time that Jesus walked on the water. Remember, the Bible says they saw him walking on the water around the fourth watch of the night. That's between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. Because God's getting ready to do the supernatural. Shake your neighbor so you've been waking up early in the morning because you get ready to walk on water. 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Where y'all at? He gets you up. Come on, 6 a.m. Where the 6 a.m. prayer was? 6 a.m. to 9. This is the first watch of the day. This is when the Holy Ghost was poured out. It was on the day of Pentecost. I know it was before 9 a.m. They said these men are drunk. They said it's too early for them to be drunk. But stores don't open till 9. My God, it was between 6 and 9 that the Holy Ghost fell. And so in between 6 and 9... God wants to give you a refreshing. God wants to equip you for service. God wants to equip you for ministry. God wants to equip you for your calling. Between 9 a.m. and 12 noon, this is a time of forgiveness. It's a time of healing relationships. Between 12 noon to 3, it's a time of divine guidance and divine deliverance. Between 3 p.m. and 6 p.m., in Acts 3 and 1, it was the lame man that was healed at the hour of prayer. This is the season of revelation, covenant power, the time to remove limiting because during this time, the veil in the temple was rent in two. It was between 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. that Jesus rent the veil in two. And so when you begin to pray at that time, God begins to break limits. He begins to cut stuff in half. He begins to move every blockage out of the way. It was between 3 and six that Elijah called fire down from heaven tell your neighbor to watch and pray Lord have mercy let me close up here this sixth verse says I'm going back to Acts chapter 12 and 6 I know I took you all around the world tell your neighbor there's power in prayer the posture of prayer the positions of prayer the time is of prayer it ain't nothing deep just google prayer watches it all come up Verse 6, and when Herod would have bought him forth, the same night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. When the church began to pray, they canceled every attack that the enemy had. Prayer releases angels. In verse 7, they said an angel went to the prison while the saints were at the house praying. The angel was in the prison working. Y'all missed it. While the church was in the house praying. In the natural. In the supernatural. Angels have been released from heaven. And they're in the prison with Peter doing the work. While you're praying in this church tonight. Angels are going to be released to go to your house. To go to your job. 
You ain't got to be there to make it happen. You don't have to be there to manifest it. But from wherever you are, he sent his word and healed them. They were praying in the house, but angels were moving in the, in the, in this jail cell. Come on, somebody said, I release angels to go and get your stuff. Sometimes the enemy got an attack for you when you get to work at 10 a.m. in the morning. But God woke you up at 6 a.m. and told you to start praying so that when 10 a.m. came, what the devil tried to do, he couldn't do it because it was already blocked in the 7 a.m. prayer. An angel went and released what you need. The angel shined a light in the prison. Light represents revelation, answers, direction. It smote him and woke him up. And then the chains fell off him in the prison. When you begin to pray, God will release you in the situation before he bring you out of the situation. The chains fell off Peter while he was yet in prison. Most of y'all praying to come out. But God said, I'm going to show you what a mighty God I am. Before I bring you out, I'm going to set you free in it. To show you that you have power and authority. The chains came off his hands. He's still in the prison. Glory to God. Then the angel speaks to him and says, put your sandals on. Put your clothes on. Because we going somewhere. Say, neighbor, put your clothes on, put your clothes on, put your shoes on. We're going to go somewhere. They released him to the first ward, to the second ward. He went through every ward and then through the iron gates that was open in the city. And the Bible says that God delivered him out of the prison and every expectation of the Jews were destroyed. And he went back to the house and he started knocking on the door. Y'all know the story. Rhoda came to the door. She couldn't believe it was Peter. She told everybody, Peter's at the door. They said, girl, hush, keep on praying. Oh, jeez. Peter's still knocking at the door. Finally, they open up the door, and it's just like some of us. What we believe in God for is already at the door. I came to tell you tonight your breakthrough is at the door. I came to tell you tonight your miracle is at the door. Now, I'm through. God has been leading this church in a season of prayer and intercession because of the shifting and the change that God is doing in this house. Glory to God. And the Lord began to tell you, man of God, you're afraid about titles. You're afraid about what people are going to say. You're afraid about what people are going to do. But God said, as a child, I've put an unusual authority upon you. Even as a little boy, you had great authority. The children were commanded by your voice. The people around you listened to you and trusted you and they didn't know why. For God said, it was not your wisdom, it was not your knowledge, but it was my apostolic authority that I placed in you before the foundation of the world. And God would lead me in this place to let you know there's coming a great shift in this house. 
For the Lord said he spent the first years of this ministry bringing the foundation. He spent the first year, the years of this ministry up until now teaching, training, preparing, and instructing. Laying a strong foundation. And God has said the foundation is laid. The people are strong. They have a foundation in the word. But God says now is a time for shifting of power. That's going to become on you an apostolic authority and a prophetic release saith God for you're going to begin to prophesy like never before God said don't worry about the building you've been ashamed you've been worried you saying God we gotta move this place is too small Lord I feel expansion Lord I feel extension I don't want the people to lose faith in me I don't want the people to lose trust in me but God said I got your destiny in my hands I am in control I am leading you and I am guiding you. For God shall begin to shift this place into a season of power. For God says the gifts of the spirit shall begin to rise up in you. That's going to come some services you will not be able to teach. Because the glory of God shall fill this place. For those that are hurting shall come to this place and be healed. Those that are bound shall come to this place and be set free. I need you to point your hands to the man of God and say man of God, we release you to flow in apostolic authority and in prophetic power in the name of Jesus. Come on, release your hands and say pastor pastor we command you to flow in apostolic authority and in prophetic power in the name of Jesus. Somebody give him a shout. Hey! 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 He cannot shatter. He cannot shatter. Everything in this house up until now has been preparation for this season. For God says even the worship has been preparation for the apostolic sound. For even the worship has laid the bed for the apostolic movement. For even the worship shall shift the atmosphere. For even the worship shall bring glory in this place. And God says, woman, I have heard your prayers and it has been your prayer. It has been your intercession that has brought forth this movement. It has been your intercession that has brought forth this season. And God said there are babies locked up in you. When the ministry first began, you were in the background. I want y'all to stand. I speak by the spirit. When the ministry first began, you were in the background. Put your hands on his back. You were pushing. You were praying. You were pushing. You were praying. You didn't have to be seen. You didn't want to be seen. He tried to pull you. You said no. I ain't ready. But God said while you were behind him, pushing, pushing and praying. It was your prayers that shifted this house. It was your prayers that that shifted.
shifted the move of God. And God will say even now, I bring you beside the man of God. And you shall flow as partners. And you shall flow in unity. And you shall flow as one. The Lord says, do not doubt the gifts that I placed in you. For there is a prophetic mantle that comes through prayer. Every time you pray, God said, I show you stuff. Every time you pray, I give you dreams. I give you visions. Write down your dreams. For I show you pictures in your dreams. I show you images in your dreams. I speak to you in your dreams. I show you people in your dreams. You've seen people of other nationalities. You've seen people of other colors come into this house. You dreamed it, say of God. He said it shall come to pass. For this shall be a multicultural house. There shall be many nations. There shall be represented. There shall be many cultures. That shall be represented. For God says you're pregnant with power. You're pregnant with dominion. You're pregnant with authority. Said the Spirit of God. And Father, I lay hands on the man of God. And I curse fear. I curse fear. I curse fear. I curse insecurity. In the name of Jesus, every insecurity, I cancel it. In the name of Jesus, I'm not trying to be your father, but I'm going to lay hands on you for 30 seconds. And the fatherly anointing in me is going to be transferred to you. Because God said you are a father. There shall be sons and daughters that shall bow at your feet. There shall be sons and daughters that you shall teach and you shall train. You shall lead and you shall God, you will never want for nothing. You will never want for nothing. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. They have sacrificed so much for this ministry and for this house. These are my friends that we don't talk much. But I heard the Lord said, I'm going to give you a new address. I don't know where y'all live. I don't care if you moved there yesterday. God said, it's too small for what I'm getting ready to do in you. I'm getting ready to open up a door. And where you live, you won't be there long. Because you're going to live in royalty. It will be debt free. It will be blessed. It will be paid for. It will not be a burden. It will not be a strain for expansion has come to your house and expansion has come to this house. Somebody give God a shout. Stretch your arms out and shout expansion. Come on. Stretch your arms out. Shout expansion. Turn in this direction. Shout expansion. Turn again and shout expand. 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 Lift up a shout in this place. Hey, how? Shandarabosa. I said limits are breaking. I said chains are breaking. I said walls are falling down. This is your season of expansion. Say of God. Somebody give God a praise. Somebody give God a praise. Somebody give God a praise. 
Somebody give God a praise. I'm going to encourage the man of God that his labor has not been in vain. His crying has not been in vain. His tears have not been in vain. Now the Lord told me to call for the youth leader, the youth pastor, the youth director. I don't even know y'all had it, but that's what he told me. Who is the director of the youth, the pastor of the youth, the leader of the youth? I don't know. Please come. The Lord sent me for you. God says he's going to give you wisdom. He's going to give you knowledge. He's going to give you information. He's going to give you understanding. The reason why God has put you in this place because you don't feel like you're worthy. You don't feel like you can handle it. You don't feel like you can do it. But God said, that's why I called you. That's why I chose you. Because you don't believe in yourself, but I believe in you. Because I know what I put in you. And I know what I've called you to do. And after I pray for you tonight, man of God, you're about to rise up in a new level of authority. You're about to rise up in another level of power. You will no longer doubt yourself. You will no longer doubt your assignment. You will no longer doubt your purpose. For God says there's a move of youth in this church that shall break out like never before. There's a media move for this church and it shall come through the youth. There is a revival in this church and it shall come from the youth. For God shall give you favor with the schools for their programs in the schools that you shall release. For you shall partner with the schools and the schools shall allow you access to come in and to hear the programs and the ideas that God has given you. For the Lord is saying every young person in this house shall graduate from high school. I've never said that to no church as long as I've been preaching and it's been about 37 years. But I heard God say if your child join this church they will graduate from high school. There will be no dropouts in this church. There will be no dropouts in this church. I stand as a man of God that every child connected to this ministry, they shall graduate. Come on, touch your neighbor say, my child is going to graduate because I'm a part of this house. I'm a part of this ministry. And there is an anointing of graduation, acceleration, and success on this house. Praise God for your teenagers. I said praise Him for your teenagers. I said praise Him for your teenagers. 
They're coming out. They're coming out. They're coming out, say of God. They're coming out, say of God. They're coming out. Somebody give him glory. Somebody give him glory. The Lord said that many of you tonight that have been suffering with issues in your stomach. Some of you don't know what it is. Some it feels like an ulcer. It's pain. Stomach problems. Come up. Come up. In the name of Jesus. Come up. Give him the power. Give him the anointing. Give him the authority to shift a generation. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let him be so connected to the pastor that the oil begins to flow from the head down to this man of God. In the name of Jesus, raise up young men that will respect him, that will honor him. Raise up young women that will be holy and that will be righteous. We thank you for your hand. Give him favor. Give him favor. Give him favor. Open doors for him. There's no failure in you, saith God. Ha! There's no failure in you, saith God. Ha! There's no failure in you, saith God. Things have not been moving as quick as he wants them to move. Things have not been happening the way he thought they were going to happen. And so the enemy fights him with the spirit of failure. But we break that in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody break it. Break. Break. Hey, break. Break. And we release progress. And we release success on the man of God in the name of Jesus. Now lift your hands. Every stomach issue, every stomach condition, lift your hands. Let me to know who you are. I'm going to lay my hands on you and I'm going to touch you. And the healing power is getting ready to touch your body in the name of Jesus. There's an acid reflux devil. Who is that? What is that? Come here. Acid reflux. In the name of Jesus. You're doing good. I speak by the power of God. And the anointing of the Holy Ghost. That acid reflux will have no authority. No power. No dominion over your body. Any longer. In the name of Jesus, God, as I lay my hands, I command their digestive system to be healed and whole. I command their food to digest properly. In the mighty name of Jesus, I come against every pain, every ache that's associated with this. And I command acid reflux to break. I command your stomach to be settled. I 
command the wholeness and healing of God in the name of Jesus from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet for some reason she's having problems sleeping at night but I prophesy your sleep shall be sweet and the peace of God shall rest upon her in the mighty name of Jesus I command your healing to manifest now for God says you are a wealthy woman you are a woman of business you are an entrepreneur for God says I begin to stir up wealth in you like never before in the name of Jesus every idea that you've given her I call it forth every thought that you've given her I call it forth and I command you to be healed in Jesus name prophesy to your neighbor say neighbor people are going to pay me for my thoughts come on say God's going to put thoughts in my mind and they're going to call me for my thoughts say they're going to pay me for my ideas they're going to write checks for my thoughts y'all ain't saying nothing I said people are going to pay me for my ideas I wish I had a Holy Ghost church oh For some reason, I just see a spirit of administration on you. I don't know what that means to you, but it's like order. It's like structure. I I see this administrative anointing. I don't know how God's going to use it if he's already using it, but you're going to tap into it and you're going to flow into it in the name of Jesus. God said even your reading and your studying is going to be different because there's even a teacher in you. For God's going to cause you to teach. Glory to God. He's going to give you understanding. Now I know you came up here for healing. That's why I prophesy. Healing in this stomach. Every condition that's not like God, break in the name of Jesus and I command your stomach to be settled and I command it to be healed in Jesus name I prophesy healing in your stomach I curse low self esteem I curse every tormenting demon every tormenting spirit that tells you you are nothing you are nobody, can't do it, can't have it won't have it, won't experience it you lying spirit I command you to stop talking to her ears stop speaking to her mind stop speaking to her spirit I command a spiritual cleansing, washing purging in the mighty name of Jesus. May your mind be healed. May your emotions be healed. May your stomach be cured supernaturally. In the name of Jesus. Healing for your stomach. In the name of Jesus. Be healed. Be healed. Even in your blood. Be healed by the power of God. I don't know if you have any children but God's going to move for your relatives. He's going to move in your family. Do you have any natural children? Yeah. God's going to move in your family. There's some young people in your family. There's some youth in your family. They are around you. I don't know who they are, but I'm looking at these youth and God is saying, I'm going to turn their direction. I'm going to change them, saith God. And Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that every young person connected to her, any kind of way would be changed and would be transformed. And I pray that you would heal this body in Jesus name I break the spirit 
of loneliness. I break the spirit of loneliness. I break the spirit of emptiness. I don't know what that means, but God said your dreams shall be fulfilled and your lonely days are over. For I shall satisfy you. I shall minister to you. You are not alone. God is healing your heart. He's healing your emotions from some past things and you will never be alone again. In the name of Jesus, come on, yes, say, Lord, I receive it. That's it. She's just so sweet. Show me what to do about my future. Show me what to do, Lord, about my future. I'm in transition, and I need to know what to do. I'm in transition, and I need to know how to move. I'm in transition. I need to hear from you. I'm in transition. Show me what to do. Show me what to do. Show me. Show me. Show me. Show me, Lord. Show me what to do. Show me what to do. The wisdom of the Lord is going to rest in your life. In the next three months, God's going to give you supernatural wisdom. There's some financial issues you got up before the Lord that need to be fixed, that need to be solved, and that need to be settled. And God said, I've heard your prayer and I've seen your tears. I'm going to show you what to do. And you're coming out into a wealthy place in Jesus' name. I need you to point to this lady and say, you're coming out into a wealthy place. Somebody give God a shout. God bless you. Hi. Thank you. Heal this stuff. Heal the nerves. Heal the nerves. Heal the nerves. Heal the nerves, 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 and I command this body to be healed supernaturally in Jesus' name. There's something you've been crying about. God said, I'm going to wipe the tears away from your eyes. You're not going to cry about this thing anymore. You're not going to cry about this situation anymore. You're not going to cry about this thing anymore. Because God says, dry your eyes. I'm getting ready to bring you into a season of joy, into a season of happiness, into a season of overcoming for your crying days are over. Say of God. Lift up your hands. I'm going to take your glass. Because the Lord will say unto thee, forgiveness has to happen in your heart. You're doing an awesome job. I'm just moving. Forgive, saith the Lord. Forgiveness is a process. And sometimes you think you're over some stuff, but you're still holding on to residue. It's still pieces of that thing that connects. As I begin to lay hands on you tonight, God is going to help you to get through the forgiveness process. You're not going to live in yesterday because your tomorrow looks better than your yesterday. 
I ain't just speaking no preachy phrases. I'm trying to tell you, if you keep thinking about what happened yesterday, if you keep focusing about what happened yesterday, you will never get your new season. God said, I got a new season. I got a new people. I got a new anointing for your future. And as I lay my hands upon you, I command you to release. I curse the stress. I curse the stress, the anxiety, the stress in the name of Jesus. You will leave this altar with the power to forgive. Let it go. Release it. It will no longer have an effect on you. In the name of Jesus, every wall that you built up because of these situations, it shall come down now. May your heart be healed. May your emotions be healed. May new people come in your life. May new friends come in your life. May you know your purpose. This is the year God's going to reveal to you your purpose. You know pieces of it, but God's going to show you all of it. Heal her stomach. Heal in Jesus' name. Come on, give God worship and praise. Heal this stomach area. In the name of Jesus, I destroy every attack of the enemy. And I command healing in Jesus' name. You standing? You in your personal body? In the personal areas, there's coming a healing. It's coming a healing in your blood. There's coming a healing. He Don't put that on Facebook. They gonna think I'm crazy. Glory to God. But the healing power of God shall begin to align your body. Everything that's out of order. And off timing, she'll get on time and get on schedule and she'll line up with God's plan and God's purpose for your life. I speak healing on this body. I break every curse. For your mama suffered with it, but it ain't going to touch you. Your mother here tonight? In the name of Jesus. She living? Tell her Lord's going to heal her. He cut it to And the enemy has designed for that sickness to pass down through the generation. But God said tonight, the curse is broken. I break it in the name of Jesus. Somebody give him a shout. There's a generational breaking anointing. I need somebody to shout as I lay my hands healing for this lady healing for her mother every sickness every disease every affliction be healed be made whole in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus there shall be no swelling no swelling no swelling no swelling come out of here the blood the blood the blood the blood the blood cancels the swelling somebody give him a shot oh somebody give him a shot Somebody give him a shout. I feel power. Y'all let it open up your mouth. I feel a storefront anointing. Somebody lift up a praise. Somebody lift up a praise. Somebody lift up a praise. 
touch your neighbor and say in the name of Jesus I release healing glory on your body whatever you've been afflicted with whatever you've been attacked with whatever sickness you've been going through I command you to be healed in the name of Jesus you ought to lift your hands and thank God because that's a healing glory Said that's a healing glory. I said that's a healing glory. Sweep it through this place. There's a healing glory. Sweep it through this place. Come on and give him a shout. There's all kind of stuff. There's all kind of stuff. That's been going on with you. It ain't just your stomach. You got four or five different issues. That's going on at the same time. And you said, Lord, I'm tired. I've been speaking the word. I've been fighting. I've been believing by faith. But God, I'm tired. I want you to know God sent me here for you. Because tonight, God's going to give this lady a complete healing. I said he's going to give her a complete healing. I said he's going to give her a complete healing. And I want you to understand, the reason why your body's been afflicted is because you have a healing anointing that rests in your hands. Woman, you shall lay hands on the sick and they gonna get better. Somebody in your family had an anointing. I don't know if you know about it, but check it out. Your grandmother, somebody. Oh, shot. I can see it, but I don't know who it is. Maybe it's your auntie. I don't know. But it's a woman in your family that had power with God. And that healing anointing has been transferred down to you. And every demon that's trying to stop you. Every demon that's trying to block you. See that devil try to make you sick and stay home. They try to make you tired and don't feel like moving. Hey, but God said after tonight, you get ready to pick up speed. You gonna get your momentum back. You gonna get your fire back. You gonna get your joy back. I command your miracle. Ain't nobody I laid hands on with this didn't come back with a miracle. I command your miracle. Last time I laid hands on a brother in my church with this Talit. He went to the doctor the next day. And he was on oxygen. And when he got to the hospital, they said every blood clot has been moved out of your body. They told him, we taking you off oxygen, you don't need it anymore. I prayed for him Thursday night. He went to the hospital Friday morning and got his miracle. Woman, I prophesy to you that everything in your body that's out of line and out of order shall be healed supernaturally. Effective immediately. In the name of Jesus. I bind depression. I bind that heavy spirit. 
I bind the spirit of heaviness. I bind the spirit of depression. I command your joy to come. I command your victory to come. I command healing to come. Give her a healing miracle. Move the pains out of her back. Move the pains out of her back. Move the pains off of her feet. Off of her legs. Move it. Move it. Move it. Move it. Move it. Move it. Touch your heart. Touch your heart. Touch your heart. I said touch your heart. You do the surgery, Holy Ghost. You do it right now. I need got my soul. I need somebody to praise him. You do the surgery, Holy Ghost. Do it right now. I speak life. I speak life. I need somebody to give God a shout. I'm ready to praise him now. I'm ready to praise him. I said praise him in this place. I said praise him in this place. Well, put your hands together and praise him. Shake the bill. God's gonna do it. Come on. God's gonna do it. God's gonna do it. Just, just like that. Lift your voice, lift your voice. Just like that. Lift your voice, lift your voice. Just like that. Lift your voice, lift your voice. Just like that. Come on, say God's gonna do it. 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 Point to say just like It's not gonna take him all year. Just like It's not gonna take him all month. Just like Somebody say God's gonna do it. Gonna do it. And I want y'all to praise him. Gonna do it. Do it. Gonna do it. Just. Somebody put a praise on I need you to praise them. I need you to praise That lady ain't gonna never be the same. Somebody give him glory. I know y'all know how to praise him. I know you know how to praise him. God's gonna do it. God's gonna do it. Yes, she is. God's gonna do it. God's gonna do it. God's gonna do it. Just like, just like that. Come on, say God's gonna turn it. God's gonna turn it. Somebody ought to turn. God's gonna turn it. Yes, she is. God's gonna turn it. Just, just like that. I was in a sanctified church. Tell somebody it's already turning. It's already turning. We got to go.
saved you haven't been filled with the holy ghost you don't have a past you don't have a church come on down come on down i need to be a part of lifeline church don't wait till sunday come on down Every time we meet, what's going to happen? Souls will be saved. I can't hear you. Every time we meet, what's going to happen? Souls will be saved. Every time we meet, what's going to happen? Souls will be saved. Every time we meet, what's going to happen? Souls will be saved. Who's going to get saved tonight? Tonight is your night. Come on down. Come on, come on. I'm tired of living the way I'm living. I'm tired of doing what I'm doing. Girl, don't you start playing that tambourine now. You know I'm from the sanctified church. The tambourine do something to me. Glory to God. Y'all ain't ready. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Let everything that have breath. Praise ye the Lord. Praise him for your breakthrough. Praise him for your supernatural release. We got to go. Y'all be nice. There is a creative. There's a creative spirit upon you. I showed him feel like catching this lady tonight. Thank you. Praise the Lord. There is a creative anointing. There's even a spirit of writing. There's a sound of poetry in your ears. You're going to hear it and you're going to write it, said the Lord. You're going to hear it. It's going to rhyme and sometime it won't. It'll tell a story with a little snap, snap to it, said the Lord. It's creative. Don't change to be like nobody else. Don't change to do it like nobody else. Even as you study the great Maya Angelou and all of the others, that when you hear their writings, it stirs you up. It opens up something in you because that's the anointing you're going to walk in. Creative writing. It won't just be poetry, but you will write. You will write books. You will write plays. Anything that's got to do with writing. God said, I've given you dominion. I've given you authority. Now you need money to be unlocked for your education. 
And in the name of Jesus, every setback concerning your education is getting ready to be broken right now. God said, I'm releasing the money for you to finish your education. I need y'all to point this way and say, money, be released. She got too much work to do. She got too many people to meet. She got too much money to make. Release the money to complete her education. Favor. 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 I need 10 people to bring me a hundred dollars. I'll be the first. I need nine people. Bring me a hundred dollars. I'll be the first. I'll be the first. If y'all give me cash, if you can, if you make a check, leave it blank. I just need a thousand dollars as quick as I can get it. I'm the first. I'm the first. I'm the first. Thank you. So now I need eight. Pastor's giving us on I need seven. Thank you. Thank you. I need six. I need six. I need six. If you want to give it by credit card, you can give it to the church and we'll make sure we work it. I need five. I need five. I got another one. I need four. I need four. Thank you, son. I need three. Online, if you want to sew it. Online, you can give it online and we'll make sure. How many I need? Three. Three. I just need three. Thank you, man of God. I need two. I just need two. I got one. Thank you, son. I just need one. I just need $100. In the name of the Lord. Who is it? There it is. Thank you. Pastor, I'm giving it to you. I'm giving you mine on credit card. You're giving yours, giving on credit card. The Lord. And you know when I got ready to do it, the Spirit said, now, wait now. That was me. But the Lord told me to get his lady $1,000 tonight. Come here. The Lord told me to bless this lady with $1,000 tonight. Because I want to prove to her that God's getting ready to open the door. God's getting ready to make a way. Your days of struggle are over. Your days of lack are over. And your wealthy days are here. I need somebody to open up your mouth. Give God a shout. Is she a member here? She go to this church. I prophesy to every person that gave a hundred dollars. To this lady, may you know no lack. As quick as God shifted her, may God shift you. Hey! As quick as God blessed her, may God bless you. As quick as God sent her release, may God send your release. I need y'all for 30 seconds to praise God for her. Praise him! 
struggle is over. Now praise God for everybody that gave it. Everybody. Pastor, you make sure she get it. Somebody praise God for her. us into a money movement. Something just happened in this place. Lift your hands. The Lord told me to tell you that money is being released for education. Money is being released for business. There are several entrepreneurs in this church. Pastor is going to do an entrepreneur workshop this year to teach you how to start your business. I'm prophesying, I don't know. But he's going to teach y'all how to keep your business. First lady going to get in on it. She's going to teach you how to pay your taxes. He cutting all your little shot. I'm prophesying, I don't know what I'm talking about. But tell your neighbor, there are many entrepreneurs. Come on, point, say there are many entrepreneurs. Hey, I said there are many entrepreneurs in this place. There shall be no foreclosure. I release money to flow like a river. In the name of Jesus, I said money shall flow like a river in this place. I want every person that'll trust God. This is for the church. We were given to the woman of God, but this is for the church. I want every person that can trust God with a hundred dollars for the ministry. Don't feel bad about it. I want you to move quickly. Stand on your feet right where you are. Bishop, I'm sowing a hundred. I'm going to give 500. There's 300 in that check. Give 200 from my credit card. Glory to God. I'm going to give 500. I'm going to give 500. But I want every person. I got to put this mic down. It's my first time here. I want to come back. There are many of you. Just come on down. Come on down. I'm going to give $100 tonight. Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. Bring your cell phone. Those of you that are watching online, I don't want you to miss this opportunity to sow. Facebook Live, I want you to sow. Make your checks to Lifeline. Come on down. Come on down. Lifeline. Lifeline. If you're giving my credit card, you're giving my credit card. There are five ways to give. 
You can mail it in. 1321 South Austin. You can give online on our website. You can text to give. Just text your amount to 708-406-6747. You haven't downloaded our app yet? What are you waiting on? The Lifeline Church has a mobile app. So you can just press and move. come in your living room. We'll have church with you in your kitchen. Amen. And those who are standing in person, everybody with sewing 100, come on down. Come on down. Come on down. The man in the red, he gave earlier. You were all the way on the wall. You come. There are five more people. Five more people that trust God with a one hundred dollar seed. I want to pray for you. I give you praise. You go to this church. Lift your hands. There's a ministry on you, and it's different. You have a ministry that's going to touch men. You're going to be a mentor. For men, they're going to look up to you. They're going to follow you. You're going to give them wisdom. You're going to give them knowledge. You're going to give them understanding. This is why you've been through so much. It's been a struggle. It's been a struggle. But God says, if you stay faithful, if you stay with him, your old friends are not going to even recognize you. Son, when God gets through with you, you're going to touch some people that I'll never touch. You're going to reach some people that I'll never reach. God says you've been in the streets. He pulled you out. He's equipping you. He's preparing you. And he's sending you back to the streets. But you're not going back to fellowship with them. You're going back to pull them out. Into the kingdom of God. There is an evangelistic anointing on your life. It ain't like preaching with no microphone, you understand? But you are an evangelist. You shall touch. I see men coming to church with you. I see you picking them up. I see you talking to them on the corner. I see gang bangers. I see drug addicts. I see drug dealers. I see men lives being changed through you. This is why the devil fights you so hard. Look like you take five steps forward and he knock you eight steps back. But as I lay my hands on you, every cycle is going to be broken in your life and you're going to be stable and you're going to be consistent and you're going to be faithful what was that good time man don't play that thing do that again what was that tell the good time man do that little thing he didn't got scared you stirred me up, son. Do that little.
it. How long you been here? Say four or five years. They ain't gonna recognize you after tonight. Because there's a shifting. It's coming in your life. Father, you were in my life before I ever knew it. But I'm 43 and I've been with you for 40 years that I know about. And in the name of Jesus, the stability of God rests on you now. May you be committed to God like never before. May your family change. May your family change. Those that have lost hope in you shall believe in you again. Those that have given up and got ready to walk away from you shall believe in you again. For the Lord God shall break the cycle and give you peace in Jesus' name. Lord, don't let him be the same. Stabilize him. Stabilize him. Clean him up. Wash him. Purge him. He knows the word. Let him walk in it. In the name of Jesus. I need somebody to give God praise. Watch what God's going to do. In the next three months. In the next three months. What's his name? God for Marquis. Is Sister Marquis here? Come here. Because you stayed with him. I'm getting ready to bless you. Because you stayed with him. You had a right to leave. You were on your way out. But because you stayed with him, I'm getting ready to answer your prayer. I'm getting ready to turn him around. I'm getting ready to reward you. Heal our emotions. Heal our heart. Heal her spirit. Restore her mind. Restore her emotions. Bless this marriage. Bless this family. In the name of Jesus. Touch two people and say, God gonna bless her. Say, God gonna bless her. I say, God gonna bless her. I need y'all to praise them. I feel God. I feel God. to go. God gonna answer your prayer. God gonna answer your prayer. God gonna answer your prayer. Tell somebody God's getting ready to turn your family around. He's getting ready to turn your family around. Y'all stay close to him. Call him every week. Call him. Stay close to pastor. Stay close to this church. 
God's going to use you. I want every person. I got to go. Bishop, I don't have a hundred. I got 50. Get in the aisle. Get in the aisle. Get in the aisle. I got 50. I'm giving 500. Every person that'll give 50. Every person that'll give 50. I want everybody to get the closest offering you got. Stand on your feet. I got 25. I got $10 in a bus token. Whatever you have. In the name of Jesus. May you be healed. 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 Somebody praise God. It's already done. Hold your seat up. I need everybody to stand up. Where's my friend that was holding that towel over there? That nurse lady, she was standing there. Everybody stand with the CD. Yes, she is. Come in. Everybody, everybody, everybody. Listen, there's so much anointing in this place. I don't want you to leave out of here without giving. I'm going to pray and give the mic to the pastor. He's going to tell us how to give. But listen, there's so much anointing in here. You need to sow something. Tell your neighbor, don't leave out of this place without giving something. I want everybody, you in the balcony, there's so much anointing, you're going to reap from this seed in the name of Jesus. I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to get a mic to the bishop. Glory to God. Lift up your hands. Because the devil's been tormenting your mind secretly. Every tormenting spirit, Satan, I dare you to try to talk to her mind. I curse the tormenting spirits of the mind. Depression, your assignment is over. Your assignment is over. Break the stronghold of depression. I break the stronghold of heaviness in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for healing and I thank you for restoration. Lord, I thank you for blessing her with time. God says, going to give you time. I don't know what that means, but you need God to move quickly on the situation. He said, I'm going to give you favor with time. God said, don't be afraid. Don't worry about it. You got a time-sensitive breakthrough that you need. God said, favor and time are going to work together. Satan, your assignment is ended. This is God's vessel. This is God's anointing. Let her breakthrough come now. Let her finances be corrected. Let her finances be placed in order. Let her have more than enough. Pay every bill. Move every debt. Work supernaturally in her faith. God is lifting the load. He's lifting the burden. And he's going to bless you like never before. Somebody give God praise. Hold up your seat. I prophesy. Well, I prophesy. Increase. I prophesy. Favor. I prophesy.
prophesy more than enough as you sow your seed even to that man that blue t-shirt may your whole life be turned around may your whole life be shifted may you come into your purpose in the name of Jesus hey may your education be completed may your education be completed may your vision come to pass may the blockage be interrupted Lord as we give tonight give it back to us in Jesus name somebody praise God for your seed Oh, oh, oh. 